That protective mechanism is a natural instinct for human beings. We don't want to be in pain and yeah. we want to avoid pain. Um, and the body is so smart at adapting. This is HPG Engage, the podcast. On our podcast, we will give you insight into the minds and professional experiences of thought leaders in Australia within the healthcare space. Hello everyone and welcome back to another podcast episode of HPG Engage. Between 2010 and 11, 2014 to 15, around 91% of workers' compensation claims involving a mental health condition were linked to work-related stress or mental stress. Mental stress refers to the mechanism of injury describing work-related stress in claims data. So what can we do to improve these statistics in the workplace? It has been proven that leading a more active lifestyle can help with mental health. The everyday person spends a lot of their daily lives in the workplace, but are we ensuring during this time we are moving our bodies and staying active? Or is the busyness of our work life causing us to forget? Today, we have with us Shannon London, founder of Swell Yoga Studios. Hi. How are you today, Shannon? I'm well, thank you. And you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for um, taking the time to sit down with us. But first, before we really get into what this podcast is going to be about, could you just um, give our audience an idea of who you are, what is it you do, and what you specialize in? Yeah, sure. Um, So my name is Shannon London, and I'm a a yoga facilitator, and I do therapy work um, for a range of different people, for ordinary folk. living you know nine to five lives or um, living in our beautiful manly Um, and I also work at a drug and alcohol detox clinic and I work with people that are a little bit more on the spectrum of being um, quite um, broken whether that's physically emotionally mentally or spiritually Mm. we specialize here at Swell Yoga Studios with um, a form of yoga called Japanese yoga which is a meridian based yoga therapy Um, using techniques of Eastern philosophies, uh, using the meridian lines of the body and building strength and well-being from the organs. Um, And these organs are related to so much of the nervous system, uh, the vagus nerve and our brain function. So really marrying up the mind-body connection, marrying up the health and the well-being of our physical body but also our mental world um, and well-being. And then that influences completely into how we feel our emotional well-being for sure for sure Mm. thank you shannon um so the reason why we're actually here today with shannon is because it is spinal health week and we feel it is critical that we touch on how important it is to take care of our spine and our whole body spinal health week encourages people to become more aware of their posture and to take regular exercise to prevent health later on in life So Shannon, the whole crux of it, what is so special about the spine? Why is it so important to move regularly? Yeah, our spine is um, our world. It's our backbone. It's how we push forward in life. It's it's behind us and it's this stability that keeps us um, centered for ourselves as we individually move forward in, in whatever we're doing. Um, Our spine is connected from brain to our legs and it is um, important for having a healthy brain, not having 
headaches, not having eyesight problems, not having neck and shoulder issues, not having breathing issues, not having collapsed organs and saggy organs because the middle of the spine is lacking its strength and vitality. It can cause problems around menstrual stuff. It can cause problems around your hips. Um, so it's pretty much the whole body. Yeah. Your spine is your body. Happy spine, happy life. Yeah, I think that's interesting you say the amount of things that your spine actually affects because I think a lot of people can have a sore leg or a sore shoulder and different aspects or even just a headache or a sore neck, mm-hmm. but yep. a lot of them don't realize that it's it's sometimes just to do with your posture and having to like correct that. Yep. And I think people don't realize sometimes how much everything in the body is actually is, is connected, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, and the spine is that um, central pillar of connection between everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't always make those connections between our eyes and our legs, but yeah. our whole body is connected from the inside. So, yeah, this is how we approach things. Yeah, it's interesting you, you mentioned one thing that I would never have thought of, but you said something about m- menstrual pain. How mm. how does that correlate with your spine and, and menstrual pain? Because me, as a, as a man, I would never even think about that but even for women that probably would never even consider that can you just give us a slight insight as to how that could be connected yeah sure so at the bottom of the spine is our sacrum and the sacrum is what we call the seat of our hormones Mm. Um, and there we can if it's not moved regularly if it's not squeezed into if it's not if the blood is not flowing and circulating in a really healthy way then it will get stagnant Um, And that can build up. And so when a woman bleeds every month or hopefully every 28 days around that, Mm. um, there's blockages that will cause huge amounts of pain. Um, So that needs to be moved. That needs to be regulated. We need to stretch out the sides. We need to squeeze into the lower back. Um, And we need to build a strong function of the belly. Um, the lower belly and the lower back are one unit, one's at the front, one's at the back. And if we sit a lot, there is a lacking of core strength, which can lead to a whole collapsed and a compressed spine, which can ripple on effect, not just of menstrual pain, but of other things. Um, and it gets all clogged around there, you know, it gets stagnant. Yeah. We need to move that stuff. It can also cause varicose veins and, and things like that, which... One, it, it doesn't look nice. People, women get ashamed of it, um, but it's it doesn't need to be there. It just, you need to move mm. and you need to move well. Awesome stuff. So um, in terms of someone who potentially may have chronic pain and it, and it may hurt to move, that this could, mm. the chronic pain could have been developed through a lifetime of not moving normally. What is it can someone do and the kind of things they should avoid if they have chronic pain because obviously if you have chronic pain you should maybe avoid lifting heavy things or if you're lifting heavy things or if you have a job that requires you to lift heavy things what are the kind of things that people should do to maybe improve that or what are the kind of things they should avoid to not make it worse yeah 100 <clears throat> percent uh, chronic pain can come from anything it can also come from surgeries and accidents and when the body is in pain it can protect itself against pain so whenever you go to do something the body will sort of grip on and hold you back from doing that so we get more and more um, trepidatious about trying anything mm. movement is essential you need to see a good natural therapist to help you know where you need to move usually with chronic spinal stuff we need to open up the sides as we open up the sides of the body it gives the spine a little bit more space to be able to move organically whether that's forward back 
um, side to side or twisting, which is our natural range of motion for the spine. In chronic pain, you can avoid things like sugar. Sugar is going to break down the bone density and it's going to cause your bones to be weak. weak. Um, and that can also then create prolapsed discs and herniated discs because you don't have that strong structure. Um, coffee is a killer for backs. Um, it kicks into the kidneys and it gives you that little bit of spurt, but it also leaves you depleted. Um, yeah. you're a lot of people don't want to hear that. I know, it's a hard <laughs> one. It's a really hard one. Yeah. Dandelion tea tastes like coffee. Mm. It's delicious with some milk. Um, I think there's a chikora or something like that as well. Um, but yeah, if you can, coffee's, coffee's no good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned um, about movement. Mm. And I hear this term of people talking about a happy spine. Mm. What, what is a happy spine? And what, what are natural movements of the spine that people may not know about yeah so our spine is um even representative in our metaphysical world so physically it can move forward and back yeah and that is our forward motion in life moving forward gracefully and embracing whatever is forward in front of us uh, moving backwards we can squeeze out the past and let go of what was behind us so we yeah. don't get stuck in the past we want to be able to open up sidewards, both sides, and that leaves us open to be able to dealing with what's in front of us and behind. Yeah. And then the spine can also twist. It can rotate so that we can see and perceive things in a different direction. Those movements are essential for all of us so that we can not just remain physically well and upright, but also be able to um, broaden our horizons yeah. and go forward and lead really good lives and, and share our service, whatever that might be, with the world. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff. It's funny you should say that because I think a lot of people sometimes when they have a healthy bone structure, they kind of take it for granted. I've played sports before. I've had knocks. I've had injuries. And it's really not until you do end up with an injury that you realize how much even just the smallest little thing can affect your, your, your full movement. I've had sore lower back and then that's led to me injuring my knee because I've ended up having to overcompensate with with trying to protect my back, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. Do you find that um, happens a lot with people that you get in, get in contact with? Yeah, that protective mechanism is a natural instinct for human beings. We don't want to be in pain and yeah. we want to avoid pain. Um, and the body is so smart at adapting. Yeah, it'll always adapt, which means sure. that we also need to be kind of wise and embodied so that we can feel into our body and know what it needs. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need the coffee in the morning. It needs an extra half an hour sleep. How do you manage those things? Interesting. Um, yeah, we, we need to be embodied. I think the, the more we're connected inside this skin, the more we can help manage ourselves even when we go to a specialist, we go to a doctor or anything, you're going to be your best doctor because you live inside your body. Yes. Yeah. And we often want to ask other people questions and get those answers because we can be a little bit lazy towards ourselves and a little bit berating. And it takes a little bit of time and effort. But if you can get inside and feel into yeah. your lower back and your neck and your shoulders and you know, come do some yoga and, and learn some things of how you can release your body yourself. And if that doesn't work, then maybe you need to go see someone else to facilitate 100%. more resources and tools that you can put in your pocket. That's, um, that's a good point you made about people should be wanting to learn more about the bodies, which I feel a lot of people now to, in today's day and age are now trying to do that. They're trying mm. to be more empowered. There's so much information now out there and easily accessed that I feel... I feel that a lot of people are trying to 
take every step that they can before they have to go to like a medical professional. And with the apps nowadays and the technology and the wearables that of medical devices that are available to us, I feel it's good that people are now trying to yeah. take control of their, their own health. Yeah, 100%. I see that more and more as well, that people um, live in a culture where they want to be fit and healthy and strong and yeah. well. Um, yeah. It's not just about the physical, though. It's, as you said at the beginning, like mental, mental stress yeah, and 100%. mental health is huge. And we don't always see that from the outside because we can put on pretty clothes. I mean, we can put on can some makeup and yeah, off exactly. you go. And then at home, you're hurting. Mm. You're hurting. Um, and it will manifest in some sort of dis-ease in your body at some point. It's all very holistic as well. So everything yeah. has an effect. And yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you're holistic. You're a part of nature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about, as I mentioned in the at the start, about people within the work and work and life, maybe corporate life, mm. because many of us work nine to five jobs and sometimes find ourselves stuck at desks. Um, with time passing by and busy schedules, sometimes we don't even notice that we haven't moved. Mm. Um, how detrimental can this actually be to our health, and what can we do to help combat this this habit? Yeah, it's pretty detrimental. Like things that don't move are usually dead mm. um, and that's as dire <laughs> as it is. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, it makes it pretty clear, yeah. yeah. Um, so movement is essential. If you can move every hour, wonderful, yeah. And it might be just a stretch of your neck. It might be just squeezing the shoulder back, shoulders back behind you. Um, it might be just moving your eyes around. Your eyes are even a muscle and if you're staring at a screen, um, it will make them weak. We we have the same body as we did hundreds of years ago and we used to look out far trying to see what was on the mm. horizon. I'm not used to really staring at screens so close. Exactly. Um, so movement every hour, if you can, put a timer on your watch or on your phone or on your computer um, and make it a part of your productivity yeah. to yeah, be able sure. to get your work done well. That's funny you mentioned about the eyes because that's just kind of reminded me of... Um a couple of years ago when I was working in the office and I'm, I'm a video editor, so I'm constantly staring at the screen quite intently with my headphones mm. in, just locked in. And I started getting really like blurry visions and mm. like kind of lightheaded, just really randomly. So I was like, that's really weird because I've never had problems with my eyesight kind of thing. So obviously I went on to Dr. Google, had a Google <laughs> and it, it pretty much, I kind of assumed it was because I just wasn't taking like any lengthy breaks throughout the day sure. so pretty much what dr google said is if you're working throughout the day and you stay on the computer screen try do the i think it was 30 30 30 so every 30 minutes you look away from the screen you look at something 30 yards away for 30 seconds oh. and i was like that's very interesting yep. so then i pretty much set a little thing on my phone every 30 minutes i'm just like right just stop it's only 30 seconds it's fine no one's gonna <laughs> shout at you just like literally turn away look 30 seconds and it worked that's awesome and it hasn't happened since that was 2019 yeah yeah awesome. and that's when i read it and, and it worked so as you said nothing extravagant nothing crazy yeah. but it was just a slight little tweak in my daily routine and you can get more work done get more work done yeah and yeah. you save your eyes save my eyes have yeah. don't need glasses good, good. um so what what are the benefits really of having a healthy spine when it comes to someone who's going to be working a nine to five job? Yeah, it will save you from 
bending over when you're 70, 80 and 90 with a walking stick and walking along. Yeah, we want to have this upright posture to move forward yeah. all the way into your old age and you should be able to. There's nothing that should um, stop you from that. Yeah. If your job makes you sit a lot, then you have to counter posture it. Yeah. Just like when somebody works hard bending over all day, they need to counter posture it. We all have certain habits in our workplace that we do over and over again because that's the nature of work. We repeat something um, and we just need to take care of that. A healthy spine is going to leave you happier. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mental health, it's emotional well-being. It's going to leave you lighter, longer, stronger, more flexible, more grounded um, and feeling more secure. Your, your spine is your security. Um, in Chinese medicine, it's related to the kidney and the bladder line, which are um, both related to our nervous system, our sense of stability and our, and our spine, like the bones itself, that, that stability, that strength. Awesome. So, Do you find that it would even help with your productivity during the day oh, of course that's what it is like yeah. if you're if you're sad you don't really want to get much done but if you're if you're lighter then things flow a lot easier and what was hard it will become a little easier so your productivity will naturally grow your problem solving skills will naturally enhance your your brain efficiency will enhance because that spinal cord from your brain down your spine, that automatic nervous system function will have a free flow of information of those afferent and efferent nerve fibers. Things will just communicate better. So your whole body and your well-being is going to be better. For sure. Happy spine, happy life. Oh, I like that. (laughs) That might be our little tagline. Yeah, potentially. And we slightly touched on this earlier on, but... In terms of your spine health, how would that affect someone mentally and emotionally? Because obviously we said everything is holistic, everything works together yeah. to create you as a whole. Yeah. Uh, can you just give us a bit of a detail from your experience, how, yeah. how this has affected maybe even yourself or even people that you've come in contact with? Yeah, 100%. It's an awesome question and it's so relevant. Um, so... A spine that is curved forward is a natural response emotionally for feeling sad, hopeless and depressed. Mm. You don't see depressed people with a big open chest. They're always sort of curling this way. It's it's heavy. Um, Anxiety is another big thing that comes from the spine. Um, and certainly those two things I think everybody has had in certain sort of degrees. Um, and I myself, this is why I got into this work is because yeah. you go on your own journey um, and you deal with those things. Um, severe anxiety from the age of 18 until probably 26 until I got some help to deal with it. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of great therapists out there that I got to talk to and did psychotherapy and psychology and somatic stuff was where it sort of led to I got better help the more I could be in charge of my body and be embodied and and be happy within my body the more my brain stuff was just let go and I could let go of trauma and I could let go of the anxiety and I could be more comfortable in talking to strangers or even doing this man I would have a panic attack like <laughs> three hours before if I had to do this 10 years ago well. <laughs> <laughs> well that's because I, I train my spine and I train my body and mm. I train my breath Um, when your spine is healthy, you breathe deeper, which is going to massage into something called the enteric nervous system, which is part of the parasympathetic nervous system, that part where we rest and digest, not just physically, but we rest and digest information. Yeah. We're restful in learning. We're restful in doing. We, we're more productive. 
Um, and that comes through our gut system at the front. When our spine is strong and long, the whole belly is opened and, and the organs are buoyant upwards. Um, so anxiety and depression, to answer your question, that was a long-winded answer. No, 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 it's all. Keep going. <laughs> um, all very relevant. Are big ones. And then there's little spurts out from those two comparisons, whether it's really hard to get motivated and do things because things are just freaking heavy. Yeah. Or we're totally scared of what's going to happen that we just don't move. Um, and those things can both be inside this, our nervous system, inside our spine. Um, and if we can move our spine, even if it's just a little bit, that stuff will get easier and easier and, and we move inwardsly through those mental and emotional worlds as the physical body moves. Awesome. Mm. Love that. Um, so the final question is, um, just to kind of sum it up, because we've definitely touched on this throughout our conversation, what can people do in a daily just to pretty much take care of their spine? It could be a certain amount of hours of sleep, how they sleep, mm. their movement, what they eat, stuff like that. What what, do you, what would be your recommendation from your experience? Yeah, it's it's easier to keep it simple. Um, mm. So we want to move, we want to breathe well, and we want to eat well. So try to stay away from processed foods. It's pretty simple. If mm. it comes in a packet, read what's the ingredients. If there's loads of numbers in it, put it back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we want to breathe well. You want to feel your belly moving as you breathe. And even if you have to force your belly open, it will massage your organs and your organs are in front of your spine. So you're massaging into the whole nervous system, the whole spinal structure. Um, and then you want to move. Those, those different movements are forward and back. We're moving side to side and we're twisting. If you can do a little bit of that every morning at night, you'll see amazing differences sure. in not too long. Um, everything will change. I'm, I'm positive of it. It happened to me. Love it. Um, thank you very much. Pleasure. Um, for coming on and uh, spending this time with us, having a little chat about um, something that is obviously very, very important to everyone, as yeah. everyone has a spine. Um, but yeah, Shannon, thank you very much. You're also going to be showing us um, a few techniques that people can do, whether they're in the house or in the work work um, environment so if you're listening this far um we'll also be adding the link where you can click and watch all of uh, shannon's videos she demonstrates to us but um thank you again thank you awesome.